Hey folks, Andrew Packer here and welcome to Trading Tips. I want to talk about one of the most important concepts in investing that frankly doesn't get a lot of attention. There's a lot of work out there that's been done academically in terms of how to research a company, figure out what they do, what their cash flows are, you know, what the value of their stock price should be, whether or not it makes a good investment. But for all of that work and for all of the, the thought that's gone into figuring out what to buy, people tend to be pretty quiet about what to sell. Now, obviously, if you're doing a short-term trade, when you get in, you might say, you know, I'm buying X. If it goes up 25%, I'll just have an order and to sell it automatically. If you're doing an options trade, you know, something like that, same thing. You can set up your portfolio, look at charts and figure out, hey, based on, you know, whatever chart pattern I'm using, here's why I should sell. Stocks can be a different uh, beast because they're much more open-ended. A company's going to continue, you know, growing over time, theoretically, if they're doing everything right. But when it comes to dividend-paying stocks, well, that's where things can be a little different. And to illustrate this point, I want you to think of a magic penny, something that doubles in value every day over the course of a month. Now, say a genie gives you this magic penny and I'm standing there with you and I know you need $10,000 right away and I offer to buy it off you. And I say, hey, you know, I'll give you $10,000 for it right now. You say, sure. Well, you know, at the end of the first week, that magic penny through the process of doubling is only worth 64 cents. So you probably feel like you came out way ahead. And by the end of the second week, that magic penny has, through its doubling process, only ended up being worth about $87. So again, you know, you're probably feeling pretty good about this trade. Now, by the end of week three, day 21, that doubling process has finally turned that penny into about $10,480. So, hey, at that point, I'm starting to come out ahead. But it gets even better because by the end of week four or day 28, that penny doubling turns into $1.3 million. And if it ain't the month of February and it's a 31-day month, it'll double a few more times and end up with over $10 million by the end of the 31st day. That is the power of compounding, letting your wealth reinvest itself over time. And when it comes to dividend stocks, as long as that compounding process is continuing to go on, selling, for the most part, you can just ignore it and let it continue to pay you those dividends. And that's true whether you're living off the, the income from them right now or whether you're you know, reinvesting them. If you're reinvesting them, obviously, you know, it's going to grow faster. You're going to have a larger number of shares to work with over time that will pay you an even larger amount of dividends. Everything works out very well. But there are a few exceptions to this rule of just letting the compounding process play out. First off, I would look for companies that have a payout ratio of over 100% as a potential reason to sell your dividend uh, stock. Now, this isn't really like a hard and fast rule. Some people say it is. I don't because, let's face it, every once in a while, a company is going to have bad earnings or there's going to be a recession that otherwise causes a company to have to pay out $2 a share when, you know, that year they only earned a dollar a share. But if things go right and they recover, then the next year they're earning $3 a share. And if they're still paying $2 or, you know, they raised it a little bit and it's, you know, two ten or whatever, hey, guess what? They are, you know, their, their payout ratio is going to go back down over time. So I would look for a payout ratio over 100% for at least eight quarters or two years. The average recession is 12 to 18 months. So if that's 100% uh, payout ratio for, for over eight quarters, at some point they're going to have to cut the dividend because you can't keep paying more than what you're bringing in. Just like the same way if you're only earning $50,000 a year in your household, you can't spend $100,000 a year forever. You can float yourself for a while, but at some point, you know, that's going to be overwhelming and it's, it's going to be a problem. So look for these high payout ratios as a problem. Now, the other thing is if you're investing specifically for dividend growth and a company that's been growing their dividend by, you know, 5, 10% every year consistently for a number of years, 
suddenly doesn't grow it for a year, again, it's not the end of the world, but you know, it is a yellow flag and a lot of dividend growth investors specifically will walk away at that point and will look for a new opportunity. I would view that just as a, if you find a better opportunity that you like and you can keep growing your wealth, absolutely. Otherwise, you know, pausing for a year, it's not necessarily a big deal. During the 2008-2009 recession, uh, about 64% of all dividend-paying companies maintained or grew their dividends. And of the you know, 37% or so that, that didn't, a lot of those were financial companies that were facing some very specific issues at the time. So, you know, again, most companies are going to continue to to pay out their dividends over time. And they're going to continue to grow those dividends over time. But, you know, if the growth rate starts to slow and you just sort of see, you know, kind of less and less return for your buck every year, absolutely be willing to shop around, see what companies are bargains out there, see where you can get some better companies with with a better history of recent dividend growth. And then finally, the other thing to look for is just sort of a change in a company policy. Typically during every quarterly earnings uh, report, there will be some kind of analysis uh, call with like the CEO, CFO, and the other bigwigs at a company. And usually if a company has a dividend policy, this is where they'll say, you know, any changes that they're going to make. Yeah, we've been paying X percent or we've been paying, you know, a payout ratio of half of our earnings. If that suddenly changes and it changes in a way you don't like, Absolutely. That's another reason to consider selling your dividend holding stocks. But for the most part, you want to continue to hold these companies and allow the compounding process to work for you time and time again. So just be aware of just the few exceptions to that rule. But otherwise, dividend paying stocks with the money compounded and reinvested over an investment lifetime is absolutely critical to exploding your wealth. It's the closest thing that we have on earth to a magic penny. And in reality, Who can beat that? So that'll wrap things up for this edition of Trading Tips. Until next time, I'm Andrew Packer, wishing you good trading and good financial health.